Hello and welcome to all the Dirty 30s out there. It is episode 27 of Beer 30. I'm your host, Luke Thurman. As always, I'm joined by co-host Drew Grill. Drew, it's been a shit show this fucking week, Yeah, huh? dude, what the fuck? Let <laughs> us yeah. crack it. Oh, yeah. All right. 2021, kicking it off. <laughs> it really turned up a notch. Yeah, so I think we're going to start it off on a higher note. Um, Pun intended? Kind of. Yeah. We're going to start off with a review of Soul. Now, I have... I feel like I have so much to say about this movie, but like also not a lot because I feel like it was so succinct and to the point and it was just so good that you don't you can't really say a ton without kind of like, overdoing it. Yeah, overdoing yeah. it or like beating the, a dead horse. I have the exact same. Like I could probably talk about it forever, but I like at the same time I really don't have much to say about it because it's just there's only one thing you need to say. It's an amazing fucking movie. Yeah, and I like, okay. amazing. So visuals, their their attention to detail, I noticed on all the, like the the texture, sidewalks, all this thing. It's so like defined and specific. The animated New York City at the end was oh, insane, dude. Like way better than even uh, like Into the Spider Verse, oh. which was sick in itself. Like different animated styles, but that animated New York was crazy. The way their faces and lips and eyes articulate is so lifelike the way i'm I'm, when i'm watching this i'm like damn man these people are like cartoon characters with the most lifelike it's almost the souls like yeah yeah even when they're the souls it's almost like uncanny valley but it's not uncanny valley is where something is so similar to being lifelike but it just gives you that weird uh, have you seen that? What is it? Sweet Anita Battle Angel. Oh yeah. You know how that yeah. gives you that weird vibe. It's like, dang, that looks super realistic, but there is just something yeah. off. That's Uncanny Valley, where this this it's it's almost Word Uncanny Valley, but it's not because I think of their facial and like the way that like their bodies, their their movements and facial uh, expressions are so lifelike and so articulated that it gets past that uncanny valley also because they're not like uh they don't look like a traditional human being like their heads are super elongated yeah. or super wide yeah or his head shoulders. is like a weird looking yeah. shape very odd but either way i thought that it was just like visually one of the coolest movies i've been watching and then they he became a soul yeah and the like this is spoilers now at this point we haven't had like actually any spoilers mm-hmm. until right now. We're gonna jump into spoilers because it's just gonna be easier to talk yeah. about. I mean, I guess only like so. Two things that like really like stood out to me in this movie was the score. Like it follows the entire movie perfectly. It literally starts out with horrible like middle school band music, oh, yeah. and then it's like basically supposed to like, uh, like say musically that his life is just shit and it's like not what he wants it to be and everything he's miserable and then he gets like into a little like rougher jazz like kind of at the start and then he starts you know and then it gets into like good jazz and at the very end it's like super beautiful piano music when he's like ready to die and he sends 22 down to earth like so oh it was so good basically the premise of this movie is uh, there's a middle school teacher teaching band that's always wanted to play jazz music, and he's been teaching uh, middle school band for a long time, so long that 
one of his students actually becomes a professional jazz musician with a uh, jazz musician that the main character looks up to. And I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Uh, yeah, me either. What the hell? Uh, Joe. Joe. Yeah. Okay. Joe is the main character, and he's the middle school teacher. Basically, one of his students says, hey, uh, we have this gig. Our pianist dropped out. We need you to become, like, I, I, uh, I suggested you. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, he like recommended. Recommended is the word I was. I recommended you to her, and she said, as long as you're here and you don't look like a scrub and you can actually play, uh, you got the job. So then he goes and does the audition, and uh, he gets in to what we later learn is the flow, and it's basically that you get so into whatever you're doing. It doesn't have to be music, artist. It doesn't have to be artistic at all. It can be whatever. Like when you get into this, I this uh, state, you become you kind of like detached like from your body. Spiritual state, it's like Nirvana. Yeah, it, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, pretty close to Nirvana. Yeah. I think that's a great uh, explanation. Which, to it. when they are in that realm, like later in the movie, which we'll get to, is the absolute funniest part of this movie. I started cracking up so much. I they, love yeah. that part. Yeah, but um, so basically, he's this band teacher. He gets this audition. He takes this audition. He gets into the flow, and then at the end. The lady's like, yeah, you got it. You need to 100% show up, like, the next day or something like that. Yeah. That then night. when he's leaving, he falls through a manhole and dies. Yeah, which was super yeah. abrupt. Yeah, super which you I saw was, in, like, the trailer and everything. But, like, I just wasn't. Yeah. If I'm going to be he honest, dies. I didn't know anything about this movie going into it. I, like, literally, I knew it was a Pixar movie. I knew I was going to enjoy it because I always enjoy Pixar movies. But I was like, I'm just going to go into it and just kind of go with the flow. I didn't really notice much of knew much about it. Uh <clears throat> I didn't really know much about it beforehand. The only thing that I did actually know was what like people were saying on Twitter and it's like something about how like what your purpose or passion is doesn't yeah. have to be your career or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of interested in this, which is a lifelong lesson my dad has always told me, so like I fucking love this movie. And, I mean, I'll get back to this later, but I definitely have had, a, like, a super personal connection with this movie towards the end. But um, he falls, dies, and then he becomes a soul. And then he's on this, like, great stairway to heaven. And uh, The great beyond. I did like how they kept yeah, it they religiously didn't, they ambiguous. Actually didn't say, okay, they kept religion out of it, but they made him religious still, which was something that I Perfect. super enjoyed because it's like – you're going to the great beyond. They don't actually call it heaven. I just called it the stairway to heaven because it's like an escalator. It looks yeah, like you're I going. Mean, it's, yeah. it, the great song. Anything that I've grown up with has put into my mind that like heaven yeah. is the great beyond. Well, yeah, basically. Which is but why like, they, when the way they, kept, they did is perfect. But yes, that's what it, that's yeah. exactly it. They kept it so neutral that like you, it's just like the beyond. You don't you don't know what's there. Nobody knows what's there. We're not saying what's there. But then he like runs down this escalator, which is super hard to do. We all know. We've all tried it. And if you haven't tried it, you're a liar. <laughs> or a loser. Just total loser. Yeah, Have some fun. Dweeb. But you're bounced. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, he like trips, falls, and then he like jumps off to the side and he like pushes through uh, like kind of a force field. And he falls into this like super cloudy area with all these what look like baby souls running around, and he's super Which were adorable. You just and toss them around like bouncy balls. This this they get into kind of like explaining how uh, souls are given personalities. Like people can be arrogant, egotistical, or they can like be selfless and caring and stuff like that. And they and it's basically they show these interdimensional beings that um, 
Jerry's. The Jerry's. one Terry. And a Terry. Um, and it's just because he's short, which is like, why would you... <sighs> Rude. Is that the reason? Did they no, say that? <laughs> which I love these people because uh, I only saw this because Seth Rogen's Twitter. But uh, they were like based off Picasso paintings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, actually, I thought that was super fucking cool. I thought it looked like... Uh, I knew it was like abstract, like because it was. I mm-hmm. thought not, that's not. It was the Mac Finder logo. It had <laughs> nothing to do with Picasso. I was just like, that looks like the Mac, like <laughs> like Finder with the nose. Yeah, anyways. yeah. <laughs> so that there's interdimensional beings that basically like control souls at the beginning, and uh, they they send them through different like portals that makes them arrogant or like shy or self-loathing which they say we need to stop sending so many through that (laughs) and then it's and then they're like the last they basically build your personality and then they say the last thing that you need is a spark which is um in the end of the movie is basically the thing that makes you want to live it's the spark is the thing that makes you want to go to earth and some people find that spark through like specific activities like archery cooking baking all like yeah soccer playing the piano some like some souls i won't say people some souls find that spark through specific activities what you the whole movie is about is this soul 22 that's had all of these oh let me jump back a second uh to find this spark uh most souls are given mentors which are um people that have died yeah that have had great lives in quotes and uh then they try to find help the souls Mm -hmm. find their spark Joe breaks into this world, isn't supposed to be there, gets given to, like, the mentor program. He takes somebody else's name tag, which, what happened to that guy? Yeah, that's what I was wondering the whole time. Like, where's this dude? Is he? I wish they would have shown a clip where he's just standing there. Hello. <laughs> Is anybody here? Because <laughs> he's a Swedish uh, Nobel oh, Prize winner. Oh, he's German. Or German. <laughs> he's one of them. But Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm bad at European. <laughs> I can't do yeah. I can't accent. Do accent can. dude. <laughs> I mean, I can fi- I can do the accent. I just can't tell the difference between some of them. Um, but anyways, Joe's put in this mentor program. He's given to the soul that's like been given to the greatest people. Her that number is twenty two, and the like the number right before that that was given to the mentor before him was like, like three trillion. Yeah, like like three hundred trillion. Yeah, like four hundred trillion. Yeah, it's like some crazy. And then she's twenty two, so yeah. she's been there since like almost the beginning, the beginning of time of time basically yeah. because she's had like plato's and socrates and uh like abe lincoln and mother Teresa and like just a bunch of, like, she made mother Teresa like cry, cry or, like yeah. <laughs> and uh she's voiced by tina fey which is just perfect tina because fey, i thought it was Kristen wig the whole time no it's so great though he goes why do you sound like that and she goes what a middle-aged woman because I find it's the most annoying. T- <laughs> <laughs> or I find it annoys the most people. And I was like, I don't know if that's like a slight towards. I think Tina Fey probably like put that in there herself. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, that's so great. He goes, you're real good at it. <laughs> and basically, uh, she learns that he is not the mentor that he says he is or that's on the name tag. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they try to get creative uh, because he's like, I need help to get back to the real world. And she's like, well, I don't want to go to the real world. And he's like, okay, well, all we have to do is find your spark so you get this little badge, and then I can take your badge and jump back to the real world. That's the whole plan. Then she goes into this box that I kind of, like, uh, may have blanked this part, but basically they, they go through this cloud realm, and she uh, 22 navigates Joe to this box, and then they go into the dream realm, 
where the where you like if you're in the flow where, where, earlier, yeah, that's which where you're, what you're talking about is like mm-hmm. when you get into the flow this is where you come to but when you're in the flow too long you can get stuck and then like if you get so obsessed with whatever you're doing you can lose sight of the end goal mm-hmm. and that's kind of like you become a lost soul and you're like a monster that realms yeah. around this realm that roams around this realm and they're like kind of creepy honestly yeah dude they reminded me i couldn't remember what movie they reminded me of was it i think it's out? super eight. Oh, never mind i think i think it might be super eight but there's yeah they're creepy monsters i couldn't figure out what they reminded me of but i think that's it yeah i, I don't know what they reminded me of but like the, obviously the visuals reminded me of inside out when they're in the uh never saw it Never saw Inside no. Out. Oh, yeah. you won't understand this great, reference, yeah. but I think you would enjoy it because there's this area where they go for lost dreams that's with, like, within somebody's mind. It's like all the things, um, lost memories is what it is, I think, actually. And it's like basically things that you just don't want to remember slash your brain doesn't want to remember <laughs> or like a super important math equation. It's like, whoops, it actually gets accidentally gets dumped in lost memories. Well, there's this point where it's like uh, – all this stuff is like swirling around. It just gave me the sa- similar visuals, and then they find their old, uh, <laughs> and then they find their old, her old lost like imaginary friend down there. And I don't know, okay. it like gave me similar vibes yeah. because in this part, uh, when they're in this like dream realm, she calls out to this guy named <gasps> Dreamwalker. Okay, is that was his name? No, I'm uh, talking about oh, in um, Soul again. Uh, moon Moonwalker. No Moon. God, I don't know, but yeah, he's like Moon Moon, Moon Moon. It's Moon Moon. That's it. It, it wasn't Moon Moon, but he had the same yeah. uh, heart. Here, I better just pull up here and do this. this but, but yeah, keep um, going. What happens is uh, this dude's sailing this boat with a crew like of three or four people, and they seem to be just hippies. And they explain that they can go into a trance and then come to this realm. Moon Wind. Moon Wind. They can go to a trance and then come to this realm and experience it cognitively like they're in a lucid dream basically which is kind of that's kind of way i interpret it like they go into a trance or whatever flow they're in but they're they're so conscious about going to the flow that they're able to control themselves when they're in the flow so this dude constructs a ship somehow and he's kind of like a johnny depp uh like crazy man and it's like captain jack sparrow yeah and the <laughs> guess, whole yeah i can see that i'm down with that comparison uh the whole thing that he does is he goes and helps lost souls find like reconnect with their bodies on earth and then uh um what he does is he'll like knock so these lost souls are these giant humanoid monsters covered in like dream sand with like one eye and it's they're they they're like walk they're like lumbering around they're walking super slowly and he basically just like smacks them upside the head he knocks all the dust off and then he draws a hole in the ground so that they can reconnect with their body so then and man am i rambling at this point but so yeah that, i mean that you explained the, the in the flow dream whatever realm i can't remember what they call it but this is where the funniest part of this movie came in i think cuz uh, 22 is explaining to joe like what this place is before they meet Moonwind and these other yeah. people. And so, like, she's, like, throwing rocks at the people and, like, getting them out of the zone. So, like, then it goes back to their real bodies and they, like, oh, and they, like mess up. Oh. And she goes, watch this. I've been messing with this team for decades. And she throws a rock and it goes back to the real world. And it's a player for the Knicks going up for a dunk. 
and he just bricks it, dude. It just falls flat on his face. I died laughing. That is so funny. Even I got that. Dude, that like is I don't so like, funny. That oh was hysterical. God. And so basically, what she was doing was like picking up. I I I thought they were snowballs for some reason, but they were either rocks or snowballs. And what oh, she yeah, would she see was somebody rolling the sand. In the she was room. seeing somebody floating around in the zone, and she would just chuck a snowball at them and knock them out of it, so they would like lose whatever zone they're in. I think and there was somebody being like a musician, and like it went back to the real world. And they like totally messed like up the whole thing. The, yeah. yeah, and. This is one thing that I super connected with because I've been in the zone before. And then it's never been like a outside. It's more. It's usually. It's, oh, okay. yeah. No. It's like an outside force. But like you're super in the zone and then somebody like comes up and says one thing to you and you like you talk to them and you go back to whatever you're doing. You're like, you're fucked. I am done. I lost all. And like I, it's such a relatable feeling that it's so awesome to see that. But they're in this dream realm, and then he basically says, I'm dead. I need you to reconnect me to my body. And then they work really hard to reconnect him. And what happens is 22 and Joe fall through the portal at the same time. Joe's real body has a cat sleeping on it. So mm-hmm. Joe falls into the cat. 22 falls into Joe. And then, obviously, it's kind of that just the trope. Well, we need to switch bodies. Now. Yeah. And so then it's like this part. I mean, we can kind of probably skip through decent yeah, quick. Yeah, most like, of it. You know, she's in his body, so she's on Earth. She's scared. She doesn't know how to walk. Like, she's supposed to be a baby, basically. And then, like, sir, just learning about life. And, like, she likes her, like, what Earth is like. Like, she tries food, and, like, a, a seed falls from a tree. And, like, if she, she does all these things that, like, just are basic things that you do when you're living mm-hmm. like you eat you you breathe the air you look at the sights around you but she's never experienced any of these things before because she said explicitly when you're in that like cloud realm uh, that i was talking about before the dream realm um you can't you don't you don't have any taste buds okay you have no sensory this got me though how can you hear anything or talk yeah, see. Because they I, said you don't, mm. those things are added with the human. Okay, she says tongues and smell, or taste and smell are added with the human body. But they're, okay, you can talk with while being deaf. I will admit that. But it's not like, art, but the yeah, way, no, it's, bad. it's not the same way yeah. that people articulate yeah. normally. And you it's cannot bad, hear <laughs> if you don't have this, like, yeah. It no, was just, I, it was, I, no, I got, it I was got just you. such a, like, a little tiny plot hole but that also, I was, like, Okay, yeah. I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, I'll give like, it to you because you it's have funny. A movie without it. Because what they do is it's more like a they like they eat this pizza and it just like slides through their soul and it just like poops yeah. out the other side. Which how can any? Which they, this is what pissed me off is how can anybody get into baking and food and stuff? If they can't taste the goddamn food exactly like, or smell it. Who wants or, to just make damn it. food? You don't. You don't have to even yeah, be what? able to taste it. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the one smelling it, like mm. knowing that you like. Cre- I was like, damn man, how do you even know if you're into like cooking or baking? There was one or two things like that that is why this movie's not gonna be a perfect two hundred for me. But yeah, it's gonna it's be, gonna be damn close. close. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be damn close because uh, basically twenty two lives throughout. Uh, okay, so what happens is they leave the uh, hospital and 22 is controlling the body and then that cr- uh, that super famous lady that yeah. he had the gig with sees him and is like, nah, he's crazy. He can't be in the gig. So then he gets told he can't be in the gig but 
then he also gets told just show up in a nice suit and don't be crazy and you'll get yeah, in the gig by his former student by his former student yeah. and then he has to go like talk to his mom has his heartfelt moment and then he goes and talks to Dreamwind and he's like yo we got to switch Moonwind. his body Moonwind and we got to <laughs> switch these bodies back and um that's kind of the whole like when 22's in the body he goes and talks to all these people kind of reconcile some things in his life and then he goes and talks to Dreamwind and he tries to like figure out how to get his body back but I actually don't remember how he gets his body back. Uh, he doesn't need Dreamwind's help. Yeah, no, he, I thought he does it. Because they meet outside the no, theater. No, but then 22 runs away. Oh, yeah. How does that happen? Terry. Away? I think Terry. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, Terry. Terry yep. opens a portal. And yep. Yep, grabs Terry, okay. yep. So, Terry is the one that's counting all the people that go to to the uh great beyond and basically she's an amazing character which oh. i just realized looking at imdb terry's voice by a woman you got me that is a very realistic like male sounding voice i actually it's thought a great... it was a woman really yeah which i mean they're supposed to be a, like ambiguous characters so like it makes sense i think but, the like, only one just... that was like super distinct for me was the richard I can't remember his last name. Anyways, we'll get back to it. Basically, Terry's this guy, the counselor, but that goes to Great Beyond. He said there was something missing, and he was the one that was like the bad, the quote unquote bad guy, not a bad guy just doing his job. And then, well, he was an a hole about it. He wanted like a trophy for all of that he was doing. He was like kind of a dickhead, but he's well, really, he's, he's just, just felt, doing his he job. He felt underappreciated, and I can understand that. So <laughs> just kidding. But uh, basically, he grabs Joe, and then J- both Joe and. Uh, 22 fly through the portal and then their souls are just kind of floating and then they get taken back to the crowd cloud realm and then when they go back to the cloud realm you find that 22 found her spark and then you learn that the spark isn't like your purpose for living it's just the reason you want to live kind of yeah it's not uh it's not they're mistaking like the word purpose basically yeah, for like, like why your am I career al- what you do like what am well, I here for? We're literally sitting here podcasting, not getting paid for it at all. That'd be like, I'm not saying podcasts is our purpose. We're not very fucking good at it. So no, it's not our. <laughs> no, 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 no. Pu- purpose is that's that's a thing that yeah. they that they that they argued. Podcasting is not our purpose. Could have been our spark. That's the whole idea. It's yeah. Like, what are you like? What do you actually feel passionate about? It might not be your job, and that and then I this will go back to what I was saying earlier, but. That's like kind of what this made me realize. It's like I'm not like super passionate. Like coding's definitely not like my spark. I don't enjoy that. What I enjoy is like storytelling and all of these. Like I think podcasting dives into it a little bit. Yeah, no, but like agreed storytelling. I've always wanted to write books. I've always wanted to make video games. I've always wanted to do all these things, and like all of them just kind of come back for me. It's like I enjoy the aspect of being a storyteller. And I think that's probably my spark. And now, I will say this. I think that my idea of my spark could change in the next 30 years easily. But, like, for yeah. now, I, I've realized this. I've been questioning for a little bit, like, if I really want to do what I'm doing for my job for the rest of my life. And Are we I mean, all? I think, it was, yeah, I think that's a pretty <laughs> basic thing that a lot of people question, um, especially earlier in their career, because they're like, well, this isn't what I thought it was going to be for sure. And I think for me, this movie definitely made me, like, kind of come to terms that it might not be, like, the ideal job. Because everybody's like, 
you should love what you're doing, and then no day will feel like then work. you never worked a day in your life. And now I understand and agree with that, but then what do I do when There's I'm not working? There's a lot of people who don't get that luxury. But like, think about time. this: what do I do when I'm not working? Yeah, my my thing, like how I saw it, was like life and like your spark and like everything like that you want to do is everything that happens outside the bullshit that we've created as a society that you have to do, like go to work and like pay bills and like do these certain things. It's not life. Like when he, what he was saying, like walking around, eating pizza, you know, doing whatever. That's just like normal, like whatever life stuff. I think that's, yeah, that I think that's what he said, but really like the point is like, that's life. Like that's, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Not this, you know, chasing after your promotion or like, you know, paying bills, like just, Grinding, I mean, making whole, money, I mean, trying to do idea, all this BS. Like, you have to do certain things to live, yes. But we've, be, we like, eat and sleep and pee yeah. and drink. And, but you have to do these things to live. But we've come to this point in the world where there's so many obstacles to some of these things that it's just, like, we're missing that point. And unfortunately, yeah. some people can't avoid those obstacles. It's it's, it's a whole different argument. It's like, a whole different yeah, argument. Or not yeah. argument, but like, yeah. Topic. Yeah. But no, I, this is, uh, and then, okay, so he gets his body back. He plays in the uh, gig, and he fucking kills it. He gets into the zone. He does amazing. And then right after, uh, he's, you know, he said he doesn't feel any different. Like, they're, he's just going back to the same place the next night to do it again. Like, that's just kind of how gigs work when you're doing, like, she might be faint, like kind of famous for jazz, but like it's twenty twenty. You're not like this is selling out arenas and stuff yeah. for jazz. You and know, it's honestly, not like a career. If you think about it, like there are very few careers that aren't the same basic thing day to day. Oh, it's just over and over. Yeah, yeah it's like, like you don't. You look at a career in a certain way, and you're like, this is definitely what I want to do. And I think – and I, you had definitely have a mentality of the way it's going to be. And then when you get into it, it's just not the way it is because yeah. that's not the way things work. And you you overlook those things when you're on the outside because you're like, well, it's got to be way better than what I'm doing now. And then he realizes basically that – she says this quote, and I can't remember who the quote is by – but basically, no, it's, it's Dorothy the Jazz Lady. I was no, just but I can't remember who the actual quote is by. Cause she said a quote, or she just oh the the fish one, right? Quote. Yeah, yeah, because I love that it was, uh, you know, fish asking older fish like, "Where's the ocean?" Or hey, I'm trying to get to the ocean. Where is it? Yeah, the older fish says, "You're in it right now," and the younger fish says, "This is water. I'm looking for the ocean," which is. I mean, you could take that, like, a billion different ways. Just, I love quotes like that. But, like, oh, yeah. in this movie, With I thought it fit. Endings. Yeah, like, I thought it fit perfectly. And this is where, like, I really enjoyed the movie because I was like, oh, this is over. Like, these, like, it wasn't right at this part, but it just seemed like it was, like, over. And then there's, like, 30 minutes left yep. of the movie, which yeah. was awesome because it's an amazing wrap-up. Like, you really thought it was over. It was, like, it was still a good movie, but also, like, what happened to 22? So basically like what happens is 22, um, once you go back to that dream room, once Terry captures them, uh, 22 has found her spark, and then she gives Joe her Earth Pass. Earth Pass. He dives back into his body. She, and then she 
goes and becomes a lost soul. Mm-hmm. And that's like what happens when he dives back into his body. And then we get after the thing where he's talking about like, this isn't my purpose. And then he takes I think, all the stuff out of his pocket when he's sitting at home. Like, yeah, like that wasn't what he, I thought it was. He's like upset about what happened. He goes home, takes everything out of his pocket, puts it on the table. And then he remembers 22, and then he's like, all it's right. It's everything 22 put in his pockets when yeah, she was yeah. occupying his body. So, like, pizza crust, like that seed that fell from a tree. Some a like, lollipop. Yeah, a lollipop, some, like, yarn. <laughs> the barbershop scene was actually sick. Incredible. We kinda, like, yeah, we kind of skipped over that, but that, that was just part of her yeah, being so in his body, like, you know. The barbershop she- scene actually, uh, basically, Joe says, go in there and just talk about jazz, because that's all we talk about. And then she went in there and asked uh, the barber about his life and learned a ton more about the barber and learned a ton more about Spark. And it kind of helped Joe understand purpose and Spark a little bit, too. And then he's like, I never heard any of that stuff. I didn't even know he liked any of that. And then the barber was – he basically said uh, – or It was nice to talk to you about me. something other than jazz. Yeah, 22 is like, I didn't know any of that about you because Joe said he didn't know any of that. He's like, yeah, it's just nice not to talk about jazz for once or something like that. And then Joe's like, oh, shit. Maybe. Selfish. Well, this is bef- this is while he's still a cat. He's like, oh shit, maybe I'm doing something wrong. But then he goes back to being selfish. Yeah, and almost immediately, almost immediately. <laughs> but okay. then he, but then it's also like he's he's Joe's on this edge between being selfish and not being selfish at the same yeah. time because it's like his mom d- hates what he's doing only because of like bitch. Only because of like w- the way it like affected his dad, and like you can, I can understand her point of view, but at the same time, the way she treats him is unnecessary. As an adult man, he's but like forty-five years old, he reconciles with his mom as well before he becomes an adult, or before he be re becomes like a person. Mm-hmm. And then after he's a person, he takes all these things out um, about like the barbershop and all that stuff, and then he tries to get into the flow to go see twenty-two, and then he does that. And then Moonwind is there, and then he tells Joe that 22 is a lost soul. Which we never brought up the fact that Moonwind, like, he gets in the zone all the time. He's just a sign spinner. That's oh, where he's a he sign gets, spinner. That's yeah. where he gets into no, the zone. Is he's like, like well, basically a homeless man. How does he man get who's in, the stu- in the zone? Yeah, and it's so great. He's just he's a sign like spinner. basically a homeless, like, hippie. He's like a 70s hippie. It's so funny. I love Moonwind. I think it's even funnier that somebody has an eye on him at all times, so when he stops spinning the sign, they, like, immediately go, like, keep spinning the sign. Either way, Moonwind finds him, tells 22 he's a lost soul, and then they go on this journey to basically, like, snap uh, 22 out of it. Joe has to go in and explain that, like, she... um, it's not that they're – oh, God. How does he explain? It's like it's not that you don't have a purpose. Or it, it's like – because her whole idea is like no purpose. no. Oh, she's been like – Because lost souls get caught on one thought. And it, yeah. And her thought was no purpose. Yeah, and it was him saying that like uh, – You don't have a spark or something. You don't, well, it was like him when yeah. he was telling her that's just everyday stuff, like walking around, whatever. Like, And then it was also like – Abraham Lincoln and Mother Teresa and all the other mentors that she's had throughout Everybody history. Everybody said no to her. Basically. Yeah, that throughout history, like, yeah, basically that's what she was consuming herself with. And then uh, Joe gives her Earth Pass back after he gets her out of the hole. 
uh, out of being a, a lost soul and then gives her earth pass back she's like still scared to go so they have like this is where the music he's still like he's still in his own so what it's what he's playing which i did love yeah. and it's like really soft like good music so he's like obviously accepting that he's just gonna die and like yep. he's giving her like a chance at life so he jumps down the portal with her and then he he can't go he tried it a million times uh earlier in the movie without an earth pass you can't go down very cute moment and then you know she obviously goes to earth and then he goes back to uh the stairway to heaven and you yeah. that's that's literally the only thing you can call it but it's the to the great beyond yeah. Uh, and then one of the Jerry's comes and like, she says like, we work in the, uh, the, the world of inspiration. Very rarely do we find ourselves inspired. Like we figured we'd give you another chance at life. And then he goes back into his body. And like, I really do love the last line of this movie. It's like, so what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't really know, but all I know is I'm going to live every minute of it. Or something like that, and then mm-hmm. it like ends, which I this is totally like random, but I do love movies like this where they've been working on it forever, and it's like animated and all this shit. The credits are so long; they're like twenty minute credits, dude. Oh, it's un- unbelievable! There's so many people you have to like, but it's hilarious. From first hand knowledge of the most basic animations. It totally makes sense. I've tried to make animations, and I mean, it's probably because I come from a programming background and like not artistic, but I feel like I'm just shoving my head against a brick wall internally, eternally, because it's like, it's so much more difficult than anybody would ever think. It's like, well, no, they could just like do all this stuff. No, they can't. It's so much harder. I'm not even like excited. It was like over 19 minutes of credits, and I went through the whole, like, I fast forwarded so I could like see what was happening just because I was like, Oh, there's obviously like a cookie at the end of this, for you know just or it, it was probably just like something fun for like kids, but I was like I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah. Nope. Just nope. over it's 19 minutes of credits. <laughs> yeah. So that's Soul. It's fantastic. So good. It was a lot longer than I figured we'd talk about it, but whatever. So what are Great you movie. gonna rate it? Dude, I'm. <sighs> it's fucking way up there. It's got to be the highest rated movie that I've. Yeah. Done on this pod so far, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 187. It's a really fucking. Good I was movie. gonna go 185. I don't know if anything will ever hit 200, but this is definitely uh, the highest one so far. I, yeah, I, there's gonna there'll be something that hits 200. I mean, I have a couple movies in my head that are like 200s to me. I don't know if we'll ever review them. I think I see. I don't have movies in my head that are 200s simply because there's like 195s. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm all I would always be afraid to put something at 200 because if I put something at 200, I can never put anything above it. So that once yeah, I put my max can't really change it i can only equal well i mean it. there's i mean if it's a perfect movie it's a perfect movie i mean but i don't you know, know if i've ever seen a perfect movie I, I've, pro- I've said a million times jojo rabbit the perfect movie that is a 200 all day I don't, I, see i think that's more like a 198 i I've, yeah I've, no like, I, I feel like i, can I go get watch what you're saying but like find something yeah i i guess not a bunch of i don't have a bunch of movies 200 there are very few 200 movies all right so on the yeah. bounces and rounds. 
And that's all I got to say about Soul. So give it one eighty five and one eighty seven. That's definitely the highest best movie. It's one eighty six average, which is uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks. What? <laughs> I'm just ninety three. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's uh. Yep, that is ninety three percent alcohol. That I wouldn't drink that. I've done. I would clean wounds Wait. with that. Yeah, what is? What was that Everclear we drank? It was ninety, right? It was ninety percent. I think it was ninety five. Eighty five. Uh, yeah, it was pure fucking grain alcohol. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was like literally yeah. just burned my throat. Woo, we right. got very drunk on that. Rounds and bounces. I'm gonna start. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy a round for Nick and Drew for dealing with my drunk ass while I interrupted the fuck out of you guys during our last podcast. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe you did not see the looks Nick and I were giving each other. Like, they weren't like, oh, this motherfucker. It was like, we were just laughing. We're like, Luke is way more drunk than us. I was, <laughs> I, I was so much more drunk. And I, yeah, I definitely just fucking continued to interrupt them. And it was, I was a piece of shit. So I'm definitely going to buy them both around because they dealt he with He did that. buy the beers tonight. Yeah. So that, that counts. <laughs> he actually did. Uh, I'm also going to reference my last episode with my round. Uh, every listener out there, not a single one of you roasted me for pooping my pants as a full-grown adult. <laughs> I could not believe that. Like, lit- Nick was the only one who did it, which he was here for it. But, like, like he did it on Twitter. Nobody else. We had actually a lot of listeners last episode, too, so that's kind of surprising. Nobody, like, not a single person. And I... I would have been totally okay with it, dude. If you would have roasted me for shitting my pants as a full-grown adult, I would have been 100% okay with that. But nobody did it. So I'm buying around for literally everyone who listened last episode. That was an easy target, and you just – no one took it. Fucking chef's kiss. And then I'm going to throw in the round that Nick had last week. But now – All right. So I'm going to buy a round for my girlfriend, Ellie. Because she graduated from PT school and is now a doctor. So congratulations to Dr. Ellie. That's awesome. Congratulations. About his girlfriend. Yeah, do you want to go around? Gross. Ew. Uh, No, I do not. All right. Bounce. I'm going to bounce myself. Just for last week's episode. (laughs) Uh, Not only did I interrupt people a ton, I also accidentally cut out Nick's round. Because I'm an idiot when I was editing the podcast, apparently. I just cut out his round to his girlfriend, and I just added it. But I feel like a douchebag because it was an important thing that he wanted to say. And I actually she feel like She listened to ass- the episode. And yeah, like no, <laughs> but it wasn't even that. Like, I like when he was saying it, I was like, I need to make sure this is in because this is important. And then I fucked it up, even though I thought about it. This so is just... I am bouncing the shit out of myself just for last episode because I was just such a buffoon for both while we were recording and while I edited it, it was, I mean, I'm just an asshole and a dumbass. I'm 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 seeing right through you right now. This is just a way to get another listener on this next episode because now you know Ellie's got to listen to a whole BS episode of this. Yeah, bro, she you probably can't doesn't bring even want to up, man. Come on, <laughs> see right through you, bro. It's not through me, bro. We discussed this. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm bouncing myself. That's, though. All that's right. all I got. Hey, that's the first time you bounced yourself or bought a round for yourself now we've both done it no i didn't so buy a round for myself 
about around oh, wait, for you yeah, and Nick. Okay, so all right, now you gotta buy. You'll never buy around. I, I will never buy. It. <laughs> Unless I do something like crazy, I, I I'll never buy. I mean, if I get a girlfriend, I might buy around. Myself. We'll <laughs> see what did happens. Did it, boys? That's what's up, boys and girls. That so listen. so he'll never buy around for himself. Yeah, so I'm never gonna buy around for myself. <laughs> Because we all know the world's ending in like two years, and there's no way I'm finding a girlfriend in that. That's time. actually that's actually a good uh, segue to my bounce. I think we all know. I don't really even need to say it. I mean, what a disgusting act! Oh, against... we're recording this uh, January seventh, twenty twenty one. By the way, all right. This is. I mean, there were people there that could do something about it, and yet they just let it sit and happen. I mean, what a just disgusting act against. Your own child because I'm bouncing bean dad. Oh, fooled you. <laughs> I was just giving them what they were recording. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I actually know so nothing about bean dad. Luke knows nothing about well, bean because dad. Because what happened was I think I read something in the morning. I just read the like the words bean dad and I was like, I don't care. And then it got deleted, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like it so stopped this guy trending almost immediately. This guy went on a 15-tweet thread or something like that uh, about how it's his story. And he, I'm assuming he thought it was, like, a cute story or, like, you know, he, he thought it was funny. And I really don't, like, blame the guy for it. It just backfired heavily because he's had very racist tweets or, like, very fucked up tweets. The first tweet I could think of off the top of my head from this man is, uh, it's funny how every time I use... The word gay or retarded, some gay retard comes and corrects me, <laughs> which is honestly funny, but like, yeah, you can't be doing that, man. <laughs> but okay, so he goes with being this, deliberately just, yeah, like deliberately just being a dick about it. Uh, so he has this tweet thread about this story of his nine year old girl or something like his daughter is hungry and she comes to him uh, with a can of beans. And she's like, I'm hungry, I want lunch, help me open this can of beans. So he, he's doing a jigsaw puzzle at the same time, is what he said, which, like, fuck you, dude. Uh, th- we have technology now. You can have hobbies, but you can't have the hobby of a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> we, have, we have technology now. Uh, so, Even your phone. <laughs> so he makes her go get, like, the can opener and, like, sit down and... Figure out how a can opener works. Like, sit down, study it, like, figure out the mechanics of a can opener. Jesus and fucking like, Christ. And, like, dude, no, you're not even... Six hours it takes this girl to figure out how to figure out a can opener. And he's, like, kind of walking her through from time to time. Like, whatever. Six hours. True. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. I think it might take me longer. Dude, just open the can of beans for it. Like, he's helping her. No, like, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, like, oh. I was like, I think it would have taken me longer than six. Oh, because the way know. to put a can opener on a can, th- it does no, not. That's why everything's got a tab on it now, because that's yeah. stupid as shit. Because, like, when you look at it, you're like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. you first pick up a can and a can opener, yeah. you look at the two, you're like, this thing's got wheels on it, and it's got this weird spiky thing. But I have no mm. fucking clue. Yeah, no, where uh, to yeah. Put he's any like, of it. I think he's dropping hints and stuff, and then like obviously this all got deleted. Like we said, for his bad 
tweets and racist he's stuff. A that, big, he's a big dumb. But racist his wife bigot. was there the whole time, and she's like just kind of letting this whole thing go on. Apparently, there was some snacking in the middle, but he's like embellishing the story. Oh, so to six. Like, so basically, she was hungry for six hours. Was kind of the idea. Yeah, like that's she what he was beans. like trying to say, but he actually oh, okay. like did feed her in that six he didn't just make his daughter go hungry and whatever but it was like supposed to be a lesson to like six hours you need to sit down and like study it dude there was a tweet when people were making fun of this there was a tweet that was like uh my (laughs) uh my diabetic daughter asked me to give her her shot and i made her (laughs) i told her to explain to me how insulin works it's been eight hours and she's fading fast i actually think i read that tweet Dude, i was none, crying i read that and i just thought it was just some like funny like twitter parent joke that i'm no it was direct reference to understand to being dead and uh so anyway like that's it comes out and like he explains the story and like how he let her snack or whatever it was just kind of like he was embellishing it thinking it was a funny story and here's where it got wild for me i, I mean it's already wild because then he came out like the People within an hour or two figured out he's a racist and like, or not, not he's a racist. He had some racist tweets and like said some shit. I won't, I don't want to put that on anybody. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's he does a podcast with Ken Jennings, the Jeopardy guy, the dude who's literally about to take over for Alex Trebek to start. Like, it's not like permanent or whatever, but like he's gonna be the one. Yeah. He does a pot. He's friends with Ken Jennings. What a bad time to have some shit surface like that because you had a bad, like, dumb joke that you're trying to make over beans when you really didn't do anything, like, wrong in that story. You were just embellishing and, like, making it funny, which I understand. I do that literally all the time. You're just being a dumbass that's like, I'm going to make a joke about how my daughter didn't know how to make beans. Like... And then exploded his face, and not only his face. Now fucking Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings probably doesn't have that job anymore. I he had a tweet that was like, uh, you know, I've known him for a long time. He's a great dad. He's a loving father. Like he doesn't, he did, he would never starve his kid. Like whatever. Like and his tweets, whatever. He's not. He's a good guy or whatever. If I was Ken Jennings, I would have been like, yeah, dude. Fuck you. Like, I'm about to get the job for Jeopardy. The job of my life. Like, like, that I just, like, kind of fell into because I got on Jeopardy one time and I'm, like, really fucking good at Jeopardy. I have no, I, I would have been like, I had no knowledge of who this, like. I'd be like, I've never met that guy in my life. And they'd be like, you have a podcast together. And I'd be like, what podcast? What are you talking about? I've never done that. That's somebody faking as me. That's not me. <laughs> I would I would 180 that bitch. Like, I've never met you in my fucking life. You cannot prove that is my voice. <laughs> yeah, nope, not me. <laughs> so, yeah, bouncing bean dad, but also the fucks that stormed the Capitol. All right, which brings us into our next topic, U.S. history. Oh, why are we doing U.S. history, Luke? Because we had Just some... Just because we felt like it? Nazis, terrorists. Bigot. I don't even know. Let's let's just go with terrorists. white supremacist nah, we're terrorists. Going terrorists. Let's just go terrorists. There's right. black guys there too. Let's go with terrorists. Yeah. Domestic terrorists broke into our Capitol building on January sixth while they were enticed by the president and multiple people of the Republican Party saying that the the election for Joe Biden or the twenty twenty election yeah. was false. Yeah. Or rigged, rigged or, or tampered with, whatever. And hold on, I want to say this. Before we even get going, I don't care what side they were on, 
how does anyone get to where they got to, like on the Senate floor or like in people's offices or even through the front door without getting a bullet through the head? Like it is. Some people did. The nation's capital. Here's the thing. How does I'm like I don't give a shit who because, it is. That's like because the top police, security place. No, like, the what? police didn't. The the Capitol Police didn't stop anybody. Didn't shoot anybody. People that shot people were the security, like the secret, like service. I don't want to say secret service because they're not the president, and I don't know if that's the actual term. But basically, these people were had like pistols. They're not like oh yeah no they fully, were like Senate floor I've, security. I yeah. mean I've wa- I watched yeah. some lady get shot in the face that was a veteran. Saw that. Maybe don't storm the Capitol building. Here's my thing. You're a veteran. You're fucking smart enough to know that if you storm a U.S. like the nation's capital, the like, nation's capital, what? You're gonna get shot. Like seriously, how did I, more people not get shot? Anyways. I'm not. I'm not wishing ill. Like I'm glad more people. Like I'm glad they did not get shot. But like, how do you not get shot? Here's what I want to say, and I don't think that anybody listening will fall into this category, but if you agree with those protesters, stop listening to our podcast. You are bounced from Wilson's forever. I don't want you here. I don't want the people listening to me believing that I believe in that. Yeah, no, we're, no, not I am so anti what has just happened. I'm pretty anti U.S. government in general, but the fact of the matter is you tried, you Coup. It was a fucking coup. It was tried and almost succeeded in a coup to overthrow. Uh, I mean, you didn't even like even come close to overthrowing our government. But the fact of the matter is, if you agree with what they agree with, I don't want you listening to our what podcast because did, I yeah. don't want you believing that I am on you can, your side. You can agree with, like, no. The not, only, the, not I'm talking about the people. With, like, I'm talking about the people yeah. that stormed the building. If you think that what they did is right, and you think yeah. that what they did yeah, is patriotic, yeah. stop fucking. You can listening. Ha- yeah, you can have some of their same opinions, not yeah. the opinion yes. of them storming the fucking yes. Capitol like a bunch of morons. Because the election wasn't rigged. Eight million votes were not like eight million votes. Here's what I'm saying: Republican senators and House representatives won in the in the same ballot that Biden won on. So how can you fucking tell me that that is rigged while you, all of these other senators and like representatives aren't rigged? Okay, I'm sorry. That's oh, my rant. Yeah. If you agree with what Go they off, did King. and you think that they were right, stop listening to our podcast. We do not want you listening to our podcast. You you Agreed. want the insurrection of but America? But please subscribe still. But follow. <laughs> I am jumping into U.S. history, which is also pretty fucking accurate to what's happening. Kind of not pretty accurate. I would just I mean, say it's like representative what's happening i i i know about it i gave it to you to research because and i did like let's do u.s history after what happened yesterday it kind of feels dumb just reviewing soul yeah we didn't have a lot fucked up days yeah we were thinking (laughs) we were thinking about a lot of things to review and we kind of just like yeah after yesterday happened we rewrote the script i did my research today and we're like we need to talk about this so what we are talking about today is called operation paperclip yeah that's it so, Operation Paperclip was – yeah, let me crack this one, too. Operation Paperclip was the operation where we brought all the German scientists from nah, Nazi Germany. Nah, Nazi scientists. Uh, uh, yeah, all the German scientists from – so, Nazi scientists. We brought all the Nazi scientists – not all of them, a fuckload of them – to America to help us with all of our provisions. Now – in America before this, there was actually a quite a big Nazi influence uh, 
that happened in the in the 1930s before like World War II even happened a lot of Americans were like really influenced by this nationalism that Hitler was spewing and Americans nationalism pretty crazy no. huh couldn't yeah, be us man couldn't it's almost us. like there's this crazy symbolism that's happening with this and Tyson has made an appearance again. This is his like second time in a few episodes. But, anyways, this whole thing um, started because uh, post World War II, we were in the Cold War, obviously, and we also had the space race going on. And uh, originally, it was actually called Operation. I just lost it. Operation Nazi Science Friends. Why can I not find it? Operation the Happy Campers. Overcast. Okay. okay. Overcast. It was called Operation Overcast, and it was originally just intended to like interview these Nazi scientists and learn what they knew. And then because Hitler was having them do a lot of stuff. Here's the thing. Like supernatural, unethical, purely unethical, fucked up, trying to create zombie soldiers. Yeah. So Hitler was like. From my understanding, had this supernatural idea that, like, and this is kind of what Captain America, like, was, uh, like, Red Skull was built off of, is that Hitler had this idea that there was this supernatural uh, energy in the world that he could utilize to take over the world. Um, he also just believed in these crazy things that, like, twins felt. Like, he had all these, I don't like, know if he, like, believed in it. It was just, like, he was trying to find any way to take over the fucking world. So he would put humans under like the most extremely unethical. If he just the idea like was Deadpool. like Deadpool, like trying to create Deadpool and create a mutation that makes him like a super fucking soldier. Not even that. They just like would cut people open while they're alive and see what's happening, just to like see how like shit works. Because I love old science. And <laughs> well, this wasn't even old science. This was like 1945. This wasn't even like that long ago. It's a long time ago, but it's not like that. Like, the fact of the matter is, like, these guys were doing extremely unethical things purely for knowledge. And it is not purely for knowledge. I don't know why I said that. There's definitely some sadistic bullshit going on as well. I mean, I there could be an argument to be made that, like, what they were doing for... Okay, there is an argument to be made that what they did actually furthered the knowledge of human anatomy and all that stuff. But my argument is never worth the cost that happened. Anyways, yeah. why this is so important to me is like we looked at these Nazi scientists and we looked at their benefit more like more than what the their horrible wrongdoings. fucking yeah. wrongdoings they've ever done. And I think it's just pretty clear that America never really okay. This isn't like a this isn't like a conspiracy thing, but the idea is, or not the idea. What happened is America brought in all these scientists from Nazi Germany, and it's in the thousands. And we already had these Nazi idealisms in America beforehand, so America never really cared about the Nazis. It was just when they became a threat to us. That's why they didn't get into the war until '42, and it had already been going on three years, and they had taken over all of Europe by this point. And they never attacked us, and we never cared about well, it. Well, we the just only knew time we were next. Well, no, the only time that we cared is when somebody actually attacked us and tried to like 
Yeah, but that like that was Japan. I get that, but that no, we but they were a part of the Axis. Yeah, I, or, true. Well, yeah, a part of the Axis. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you there, but I also think that like Italy and I've always thought that Italy and Japan, like Hitler was never actually friends with. They were just helping, and then as soon as like it got to the point where like say they all did take over the world or whatever, he would he would attack them immediately. Oh, absolutely, yeah. but that's not that's not to say that. The world didn't look at them as allies. Yeah. So. I mean, the whole thing in my mind is America just didn't attack Germany because, one, I think there's like, there's, there's my, this might be deep conspiracy. We were curious about what was going to happen. We, like, America was genuinely did not know what was going to happen and they wanted to see. Oh. And we had just, I mean, not just gotten it, been over, what, well, damn near 20 years, but we just gotten out of World War One and the Great Depression. So it's like. Well, to be fair, the Great Depression, World War One, got us out of the Great Depression. So why wouldn't it be in our best interest to get back into another war? I mean, so I mean, that's just kind of could be part of the reason we did. But then, well, that's kind of my thought process. Like, if we realize war makes money, does World War One brought us out of the Great Depression? Why wouldn't we just hop into World War Two just to make some more money? Like. And that's just me being a cynical piece of shit, but I'm a cynical piece of shit. So, <laughs> um, but the whole thing uh, for this is America has basically always looked past the atrocities of people just to see the benefit. Capitalism and benefit money. What yeah. is, what does it cost? What is it worth? Can we go invade I will even for all their oil? Is it worth it? Yeah, it's worth it. I'll say that you can take this like to a I'm super extreme Not me level. personally. Sorry. I, but no, that wasn't my no, mouth. No, no. <laughs> that wasn't my words. That's not what I... <laughs> Drew wants to invade the Middle yeah, East? Yeah. That's kind of fucking <laughs> yeah, wild. It's well, like, damn, not Drew's not like an oil that. baron. <laughs> but um, I guess this comes down to like, when it comes to capitalism, it's comfort over... Or comfort and... Uh, conveniency over anything. I mean, is this is that all you have on Operation Paperclip? Is there like I mean, there's, is there there's something a lot fucked like up in here that I'm like, because I know they helped us get to space, which is crazy. Okay. So basically, what happens is we we are going to interview them originally, and then this one guy's like, nope, we need to bring them here, and we need to bring all their families here, and then um. The people that we brought over here were put under, like, limited military custody, right? So, from my understanding, and I didn't, and since we switched yesterday, I didn't have a ton of time, but, like, from my understanding is they basically built this huge team of hundreds of Nazi scientists. And I don't know if there was anybody, like, I'm sure there were other people on this team, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was majority Nazi scientists and then they just let them do whatever and what we know about is the rockets and we know about missiles and we know about the space program and basically how Nazi the Nazi scientists uh, like helped us get to space helped us land on the moon um, basically all the reasons we landed on the moon and yep. out of space in general because they mil- they built all these missiles beforehand and everything like that but the reason that we even did this in the first place was because Russia went and kidnapped like 2000 scientists and then it ended up being like 6000 like people not Oh, they did it too? No, they kidnapped them. Whereas like, we yeah. we didn't 
kidnapped them. It was more like, well, no, if we just you don't come with us. I think we'll kill you. Is more well, we of, just brought them in and then let them, you know, make families and put their ideals in those families, and then just embed a little more racism and fucked up shit into it because it's already there. So it's like whatever. No, yeah, no. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> the, the government thing. at it's least. Like, we we may may there may not be a conspiracy where the Nazis control our government. Well, I mean, they do right now, but. Um, there may not be a, a conspiracy where there's like deep embedded Nazis in our country, but there are in our government, but there are definitely Nazis in our country. It's pretty obvious. And I've seen the Nazi flag fly in this country, like in the past few years, way too much. Yeah. Uh, Charles, if I ever see the Nazi flag fly, it's too much. Yeah. Hands on sight. But, oh, hands on sight. Hands on. I will live up to my grandfather's legacy and murder a fucking Nazi if I have to. I and, and I his his grandfather's got a legacy of murder Nazis. I got a couple patches to prove it. Anyways, um what I'm saying he is He wears them all the time. I <laughs> Jesus Christ. Luke likes to cosplay as a Nazi around his house. Just so I can get beaten. I'm a Masochist. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh, Something about Nazis are bad, maybe? I mean, the whole thing, like, this, this operation's pretty, like, cut and dry. Yeah. We saw that Russia was taking na- Nazi scientists from Germany, so we said, we're going to do the same fucking thing. And then we did the same fucking thing, and it helped us, and but we did it better because we didn't kidnap them. I think we just basically said, we're going to kill you, or you coming? And I could be completely wrong. That's on kidnapping. That. <laughs> that I mean, no, that's coercion. <laughs> no, that's kidnapping. You could be right. <laughs> I don't know the legal definition like, of kidnapping, but that's they are against their will. I mean, I guess they know that is not technically against their will because their will is not to die. So it's it's with their will. Uh, yeah, all right. I'll, give, I'll give you coercion, but um. There were a few members that brought were brought over to America that were actually sent back to Germany to like withstand trials and never came back. But it wasn't enough. That's better than I thought. I think it was like four or five out of the thousands or some shit like that. Who did some like insane really fucked up shit. shit. But it's also like America looked into Joseph Mengele's research. Like pretty heavily too. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like an October thirty kind of guy. <laughs> um, I the love horrible. I love that description. He's an October thirty kind of guy. Absolutely unethical, <laughs> inhumane shit that this guy did just to, like, tried to believe there's telepathic powers. Anyways, between twins, yeah, the telepathy guy, yeah, between twins and shit. <laughs> um, I mean. I don't really know if there's much more to say about this besides the fact that we brought Nazis into our country deliberately after knowing the horrible, atrocious things that they did in oh, World War II, and we did it simply so that we could beat the so the Soviets to the moon. And like, while that's an incredible feat, making it to the moon, why like I, bringing Putting that feet on the back of Nazis, yeah. not worth it. So I guess, like, not to put us... I mean, I'm putting us both in the spot here. What's our point? Point is that if you don't believe that, like, 
America's deeply rooted in racism and like fucked up shit. Bigotry, basically. You are. Okay, that's what I thought. Incorrect. I, just, I mean, yeah. it's kind I of wanted, the whole, I wanted to end kind it of on. The, it's kind of the whole idea of U.S. history. Like, America is super fucked up, but what I'm talking about right now is like we have yeah. been anti-Semitic since anti-Semitism was a fucking thing. We have been racist. To the beginning of time since racist was a thing. Like, racism has been a thing. Oh, yeah. It's like we, like, America, ever since we've been created, has been a horrible place. And we're kind of, the reason we picked this is because of the events of January 6, 2021. Yeah, and it's super, it's definitely, there's so much more. I feel like there's a lot more that you could probably say about this, but I didn't have a lot of time to, like, prepare. And I mean, I think the whole point of it is, like, um, like we just said. The fact we use, I mean, the fact we use these terrible fucking people to advance ourselves which we we still do this day our fucking president is a terrible goddamn person he incited a coup yesterday he literally uh, did you watch his speech at all we love you you're great people but go home no did you watch his speech before they marched to the capitol oh no i actually did i just watched his like aftermath yeah i i've been saying it for four years he has hitlerisms he does he there's a certain way to speak like a especially like public speaking like that and Hitler was maybe the best public speaker of all time because he could get literally an entire country to do whatever the fuck he wanted and Donald Trump's not nearly there but he was like we're not weak we are strong we're going to do something about this fraud election which is not fraud but he like when you watch it it's like dude this is I'm watching Hitler like here's what I'll say I'm watching Walmart brand Hitler I think something that people need to understand is that while Trump may not have done it right now, Trump has opened the door nope, for did people. It. No, there's a you're not. No, 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 no. He did that. No, no. Hold on, hold on. I may not have like done like the full Hitler shit, right? Mm. He has sorry clearly opened the door for people that are way more smooth talking than he is. Oh, dude, if he was fucking articulate, we'd be dead. We'd yeah. be in a civil war. No, it's not even if a civil war. It'd be World yeah. War Three. If like, he wasn't fucking remedial. Like, like if this dude had any ability to, like, shut his mouth when he needed to shut it. Like, if he had the ability to play Twitter that social media influencers have to play Twitter. Oh, he does. No, he does Twitter very well. I'll give him the Twitter. It's when he actually speaks that he's terrible. Oh, no, his Twitter is horrible too well but he that that's where i feel like he riles people up is social media it's not he kind of does it when when he speaks but i feel like there's a good what i'm saying when he speaks they're like you're you're a moron dude like you cannot give more articulate like points and like like if you could he already felled he already fed people such a false narrative of reality that it's not that far-fetched to think that somebody else could do something similar but so much more powerful and so much more reckless. More well-read and more articulate, Donald Trump would be the most dangerous person of all time. I already think – I think it's going to happen. I think within the – I think maybe not the next election. 13 days left. No, 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 no. I'm not even – I'm talking about, like, the future here. I'm not talking about – Oh, he's running next election. Trump? Yeah. And they're gonna fucking nominate him again. We're gonna go through this in four years. This, it's gonna be Trump. Bi- even, it's gonna be Trump Biden again, guaranteed. That's not even what I'm talking about. And I, I'm worried that it won't be Trump. I'm worried that it's gonna be somebody that we're talking about right now. That's more articulate, more smooth talking, more like 
Yeah, I get. I I just don't know anybody off the top of my head that is currently in the government, and like they. Well, you don't have to be currently. In the yeah, I know, but to like be president. Well, you kind of do. Like I know you don't, but that's just not how it works. You know well, what I mean? it, it did last election, so it's like it's true. Like you can, but I like, but he's a where, famous don't person. Don't get me wrong. Like, I understand yeah. where you're coming from, but what I'm saying is like. It's been proven that that's not necessarily true. Yeah. On the top of my head, I can't think of another like famous person or someone on Donald Trump's level before the first I mean, election. Was Reagan a politician before he became? No, no, no. Like I'm, I I'm guess just saying all like there are. There's no one off the top of my head okay. that is. That's fair. A celebrity, whatever it is, that would do that agrees with Donald Trump that is much more articulate and well read because anyone who agrees with him at this point is. Pretty fucking dumb, to be honest with you. Like, at this point, I'm, I'm just worried you could agree with some of the things that the Republicans like, stand for. What Donald Trump stands for is dumb, and he's remedial. Well, I'm worried about those young senators out there that are currently senators. Like the one that was like, "Well, I'm just had. I'm just glad to hear my uh, Democrats not oh, the shout Iowa for one? no." Oh. This is just, I can't remember what his name was, but he said, I'm just glad that I don't hear my Democrats for one day shouting about defund the police. Oh, I saw that. And And it's like, what a fucking snarky ass bullshit comment. One, because you know those aren't normal fucking cops out there. It's the capital of the United States of America. You dumb, dense motherfucker. Dense motherfucker. I just, I wonder if any of these people have been punched. Oh, that's, I mean, I have no comment because I've been punched, I guess, but that's like by my brother. I've never been, like, really punched. I've been punched, yeah. punched. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, should we just start going kicking senators' asses? Should we storm the Capitol? Dude, all that's beer. a great <laughs> idea. All in the name the of dir- Trump. <laughs> Dirty 30s. We're getting together. Let's call it uh, March 19th. We're storming the Capitol. We're Bro, punching every whole, senator in the face. How crazy would that be if March 19th, like, some crazy shit went down? We just, like, accidentally started, like, some fucking shit. No, no, not even us. It's just, like, like Trump just chooses March 8, 19th for, like, oh, some crazy. Like, <laughs> and we're like, fuck. Oh, we're involved now. No, all right. March 19th. We're going and punching every senator and congressman in the face. Maybe not all of them. We'll see. No, all of them. If I they, will punch AOC right in the teeth. Hey man, if they vote, <laughs> if they vote for healthcare, I don't. I, don't <laughs> I just, I, I don't think <laughs> you'd punch AOC. No, you'd probably look kiss at her, her in the mouth. You'd be like, "That's fair," and then just walk away. Consensually, I would kiss her on the mouth. No, she's beautiful. There's no argument for that. <laughs> I won't. I just hate I them mean, all. Uh, they're all. Here's They're all I trying think. to fuck us over, okay? That's that's my point. I don't think all of them are. I think a lot of them are yeah. trying to fuck us yeah. over, and that's why I have an insane distrust for the government because, I mean, these are individuals that think that they know what however million people that are in the United States are like, well, we know the best, and, and there's like a couple hundred people determining what a million people believe is right. That doesn't make sense at all to me. I mean, so, hey, <laughs> Favorite Ronald Reagan quote, I might have said this before. Nine worst word in the English language or I'm here f- or I'm from the government government and I'm here to help. I think you said that before yeah. and it's totally accurate. Yeah. But scariest words in the English language. I know I 
<laughs> didn't really talk a shit ton about Operation Paperclip because there's not really a lot to say. I think we really just wanted to talk about the fuck shit that happened on y- yesterday. Well, I mean, the Wednesday. Wikipedia is like three or four pages long tops. So it's like this happened and then it's they talked about yeah. sp- like when they arrived in America. So it's a straightforward like. Yeah. Yeah. We fucking got Nazis to get us to space. Now we got Nazis storming the Capitol and a Nazi is a president. Pretty well, crazy how far we've gotten, huh? <laughs> From the first black president wait to the first Nazi president. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not the first. Meme of know. Luke and I as Will Smith at the end of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air leaving non-Nazi U.S. I'm just like, damn. We should we not be Nazis. We used to beat up Nazis. Look where we are now. Man. Nazis. Here's my thing. <laughs> at this point, if I see you, like... And I'll kind of make this statement. I think if I see if you are flying a Trump flag at this point, if you have that shit, you know what he's about. You know that he was all for the storming of the Capitol. Like you are well aware that the Trump flag is now basically a fucking hate flag. Like I would, I put it goddamn close no yeah no not, maybe not close but i put it right below the confederate flag and the nazi flag oh it's right there yeah no it's because right there. it is just a symbol of hate. hey whoa the confederate flag is a way of life in the south okay they lasted four whole years okay and they fought for black people not having rights so what's the problem so why can't we have <laughs> statues? So of why that? can't I fly the flag? Why can't uh, I everything s- I just said? Why can't I lick that statue's bulge? Like why won't you let me do that? See, oh my God! Somebody tried to give me the all oh, the tearing down statues already like kind of argument about them storming the Capitol. I was like, tearing down a statue of Christopher Columbus is totally different than storming the fucking United States Capitol. Oh, what are you talking about? Christopher Columbus doesn't know, like, never knew what the United States even one fucking was. Tearing down a statue is a non. It's not violent. It's like I'm just gonna tear this piece. Remember when they an, an remember animate? when they tore down Saddam's statue in Iraq, and it was literally everywhere on the news for like months. Let me break down this inanimate object and compare it to go threatening congressmen and women's lives. Let me and the vice presidents. Let's be real. Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that's what pissed me off most is because when Trump, he basically sent them all there. He knew the fucking vice president was there. The one person, Stephen A. Smith said this, so I'm not going to like take credit. The one person that's been at your back the whole fucking time, no matter how crazy, how ridiculous, how dumb you are, the one person that's been at your back and you put him in fucking danger. I disagree. Fuck you. I think every single person that saw Mike Pence would have stopped whatever they were doing. If they even got remotely close to Mike Pence. So I think Trump was like, he might have put Mike Pence in dangerous way. I, I, it's not that I don't agree with you, but pack mentality is a wild fucking thing. When it's a riot pack mentality. Yeah, no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. That would I just be my think, one I just counter. Think. That, no, I'm with you. That's just yeah. my one counter. Yeah. Pat, it, shit could get wild. Yeah. And they shit might just, get wild. they might just mow down everyone. But man. I mean, I'm unfortunately, like, I've watched Dude, people get shot. Dude, what a crazy shot. fucking time. Like, like, I've watched way too many people get shot this year. Dude, like, what vi- I've watched way too many videos of people just getting murdered Dude. in cold blood. That was, okay. Yeah, like, 
Four people died <laughs> yesterday. I'm Four. I'm with you. Four but people died yesterday. Yeah. How many people died during the BLM oh, oh, riots? Yeah, no, a lot. I like I'm 100 with you. I agree with that. But yesterday, I was kind of sitting there like, "Hey, if fair is fair, can we fucking mow these people down?" I in the middle of it, in the heat of it, that was my emotional reaction. But like. My reaction was, huh, they might not they might not have enough tear gas and rubber bullets because they spent all of them this summer. <laughs> well well hold on, bro. <laughs> Donald Trump's view was, oh, they don't have enough tear gas or rubber bullets because there are three trillion people here. It's it's this whole three trillion people. Let's just Storms. remind people that Donald Trump tear gas and rubber bulleted Saint John Ballistica's or Ballistica shirt or whatever. Just so he could do a photo op with the Bible upside down. Oh yeah, that was great. What a this good time! World what a good time so we're having. Upside down, and all I feel like we have to say is remember, U.S. history. Remember how we went to college, and all this stuff, and then we got out of college, and like the world's just gonna burn and die, and we're just like never gonna have like real success. Or you fun. know what's crazy is I saw this tweet the other day that's like, <laughs> do you remember that, Luke? No. Do you yeah. Remember, do you remember that happened? I remember. <laughs> I remember the idealism that I thought I was going to grow up. And then and like live everything, like yeah, it's like a normal world out there, and not but, like everything's just on fire all I the time. I saw a tweet that somebody said that like they were talking to their parents, and their parents just simply can't come to the realization that like most of us just don't think we're going to. Like, like live be for 40. Yeah. 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 For the next few Honestly, years. Honestly, at this point, I'm like, can global warming just hurry up? I mean, might as well at this point. We'll do this fucking, or an asteroid hit us and send us into the sun. Just, just fucking, let's just here. do this. Because this is like, <laughs> ready to die. Like, humans are definitely Biggie not smalls. worth it. Let me tell you that. <laughs> humans, the race, not worth it. You, you know, we now that I say that. Out anything that's actually worthwhile in the universe because animals live their life purely contently. Just like if, if humans were never around, life would still exist. All right. March 19th, people were burning it down. We're, bur- we're burning everything down. It's the <laughs> end of the world as we but know here, it. So now that I said that, it's no matter what happens, I think the last remaining human being on Earth will be 50 Cent. Dude's nah, been shot. Tupac. What are you talking about? Dude's been shot nine times, still breathing. I think still it'd be going like Tupac, hard. Elvis, and MJ. Just chilling. Just, just a couple banana, peanut butter banana sandwiches. And they'll all fuck each other. Wow. That was, um. Okay. Oh, I <laughs> didn't really know uh, where else to go. <laughs> Alrighty then. <coughs> so. If you enjoyed today's episode, and you, <laughs> and you don't agree with what happened at the Capitol, be sure to give us a follow on Spotify. If you do follow, just don't listen. No, don't follow me. I don't give a fuck. Uh, you can follow I'm, at Drew Grill. I'm a whore. I'm a whore for it. Follow don't me. Follow don't at Luke <laughs> underscore McDermott. Follow Nick Whitaker. Nick. Nick loves <laughs> loves Nick, you guys. Nick is so far right. No, I'm just kidding. Nick's, he is. Nick was there yesterday. Nick stormed the Capitol. <laughs> this is a complete fabrication. Nick is. The, <laughs> it's kidding, Nick. Sorry. Nick is a communist, and <laughs> and now you don't know which one's true, so you can't even pin yeah. it. You follow Nick if you agree what happened yesterday. 
he will totally be on board. Also, follow Send Nick. him some weird DMs about, you know, how you love Hitler. Follow <laughs> Nick if you disagree with what happened yesterday, too. If you hate Hitler. and you... Tell him that you hate Hitler. Yeah, exactly. So, here's the thing. <laughs> whatever happened yesterday and whatever your feelings are about it, you should follow Nick Whitaker. <laughs> and let him know. And that's let him know everything. <laughs> Oh, we're sorry, Nick. We love you. Please come back. On I the hope podcast. that actually like something happens. I hope Nick actually gets a DM from some Nazi. Dude, we went so much longer than we ever thought we were going to today. Because we didn't think Soul was going to take that long. And then Operation Paperclip. I mean, I knew I had to talk about Nazis. Dude, and I knew shit happened. Shit like here's my. We take, saw like maybe the worst thing in American history yesterday. If you told me that people stormed. Americans the during the work, like, yeah. If you said that Americans during the work day stormed the U.S. Capitol, I would assume that we are in the middle of a revolution. No, we're in the middle of a bunch of dumbasses who are trying to stop the revolution. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Our president has fed these people lies about reality, and somehow they have completely bought into these lies. And if you're an extremist on either side, right, left, you're an idiot. I'm gonna right now. Say, you're an idiot. I'll give you like more of a pass if you're on the left, only because no. If like, you're extreme, hold on, hold you on. are not rational. That is literally the word extreme means you are not rational. That's fair, but I will give you like a little teeny like a point zero one percent more pass on the left, simply because I more agree with what you're saying. I yeah, kind of more. There's agree. a couple things that you agree with that you I. You seem to extremist on the right. I literally don't agree with anything that you anything. say. Anything. Yeah. There's nothing that you can say on the right side that's like, you know. I mean, I'd fucking give all of my money. I just don't even care anymore. It's like I'll die. I, I if people can have equal rights, I'll fucking die. I don't care. I'm just I'm just you, done with this shit. I give fuck your this cousin far. like every single person that went there yesterday. I don't agree with you. Or your daughter. There's all right. Not there weren't just cousin fuckers there. I'm sorry. There were also daughter fuckers. 